0: Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Wyker Realtors, the Griffin Company.
1: Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back
0: in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This
2: is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this.
1: Give me the hogs, Chuck. I don't know about you, but I've had enough of summer. I'm tired of the heat. I'm ready for it to break. I was checking the 10-day forecast. It looks like Sunday into Monday is when we're going to have a little break in all of this. The long-range forecast for the season opener calls for temperatures in the low 90s. Which, compared to what we're dealing with right now, doesn't seem so bad. Ten days away, as we sit down to record this edition of the Game of the Hawks Chuck podcast, presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I think we're in preseason purgatory right now. The excitement of camp beginning has long since worn off. We're still ten days away from a football game. Yes, there's some games this weekend, but... You know, not any marquee matchups. Not anything to make you rearrange your day. Unless you're just bound to determine to sit down and watch college football on Saturday, which some people are. But it's still going to be a week from Saturday before things really get rolling. So we're all ready, but now we're all waiting. And they will get into game week mode. In fact, Arkansas is beginning to put in what they call their Western Carolina install today. I know that's not as glamorous as saying they're about to play a game, but um, they, uh, you know, you got to get this in. So they're beginning to install their game plan for the Catamounts today. We're going to talk some more about them coming up on Friday. Now, Sam Pittman, this is the week where he kind of makes the media rounds. It started in Little Rock Monday. Hey, I'm back. Four years, I'm still here, you know. <laughs> That was at the beginning of the Little Rock Touchdown Club speech on Monday. He's got his first radio show at the Catfish Hole tonight. That's Wednesday night. And uh, he'll do two of those, actually, before the Razorbacks play a game. And there are all sorts of media obligations, I think would be the right word between now and the time the season kicks off against Western Carolina. I don't know if there's anybody out there uh, more than head coaches who are relieved to get to that season opener. So they don't have to deal with all this stuff anymore. You know, Pittman was pretty interesting on Monday. There were a lot of people there. The governor was there. All sorts of dignitaries in the capital city to hear the Razorbacks head coach. I want to play a clip that I think is really interesting and really telling about our head coach. He's talking about how the win over Kansas last year with all the starters out and all the players who had to play, the, just finding a way to win that game was a big lift to the program and then he said a whole lot more after
2: the season was over there was some turnover in the program there was some turnover by kids and this that and the other and i learned a lot in the leadership role a good leader understands people aren't going to like you at times they're just not a good one now if people like you all the time you're probably not leading to be perfectly honest with you and so i had to learn to be comfortable with people around me not necessarily liking what I had to say. Now, it's nothing disrespectful in it, but I had to learn that. I wanted to be the guy that everybody liked all the time. But I don't know if we're doing right for the kids with that type of mentality. So I had to learn to switch a little bit. It still bothers me. I mean, it still bothers me to say something that I know is gonna make somebody mad at me. But I'm worried more about the majority of the people in the building than I am the other. If you hire good people, they are going to switch and they're going to do what you ask them to do. And if you hire somebody that's not any good, they're going to continue to be not any good. I mean, they are. They're going to blame everybody else but look in the mirror. And usually those people have huge egos. You know, everybody asks me all the time, well, you're just a regular person. Well, who the hell am I supposed to be? (laughs) I mean, you got to
1: be who you are, right? See, that's why I think they're going to be good this year. And I've thought that for a while. I've thought that really since the end of last season, and I'll go even a month into the latter stages of last season since I've thought that. I can tell you from just being around Coach Pittman a little bit, you could tell as the season wore on that he was becoming increasingly frustrated with just the overall tenor, the overall culture, to use an overused term of his program. I. Got the sense as we went along that he was a head coach who was about to take control of his program. He was in his third year at the time, coming off a very successful second season, more successful than a lot of people thought they'd have. So naturally, the anticipation into year three built. And then they didn't quite get to the point where they were the year before. And my overwhelming feeling when the season came to an end, was there's about to be a big, big change in our football program. And it is starting with our head coach. It began really not long after the buses pulled up, if you want to know the truth, from Columbia, Missouri last year. They made a change at the top of their strength and conditioning program. Physicality was absent Toward the end of the season, the head coach felt like their identity was gone. They no longer resembled the identity of their leader. You heard him talk a few minutes ago about what's involved in being a leader. And all the things that he said in Little Rock on Monday, I've seen coming. And I believe that's where he is now as a coach. I believe that's where he is as a leader. There are 38 new players on this football team this year. There are a bunch of new coaches. He made it clear very, very quickly that 6-6 was not acceptable. And guys started leaving right away. And by the time they got to the Liberty Bowl, there weren't a whole lot of them left. But they fashioned a team, and they went out there, and they won as a team. Was it the most impressive bowl victory in the history of the program? No. But, you know, it was one of those games that could have gone either way. And Arkansas was kind of fighting for their life and just running anybody they could run out there, found a way to win. And I do believe bowl victory set tones for off seasons. And I think it gave Arkansas just a good feeling heading into the off season, a good feeling about where their program was headed. But, you know, there have been a lot of changes. But I think the head coach has changed, not in a 180-degree fashion. But I think anybody who's any good at what they do grows in their job. Now, you can be good from day one and continue to grow in your job. Sometimes you're just so-so on day one. And you have to really grow into your job. But people do it all the time. And you expect people to be better as they go. And I think we're seeing that in our head coach. And again, I'll go back to really just the things that you just heard him say. I think that's the reason Arkansas has got a chance to be a good football team this season.
0: You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company.
1: Hey, if you're buying or selling a home, let me recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, to you. And I'm going to tell you why. You've heard me talk about my experience with him, partnering to buy and sell. One of the things that made it great was the line of communication. Because if you've ever bought or sold a home and you've dealt with a realtor who does not keep a great line of communication open, you know that that's where the frustration starts. Your real estate agent becomes almost a secret agent. You know, when you go to a realtor, is he or she laying out a plan for how they're going to sell your home? Are they sharing that plan with you? When you are preparing to buy a home, does the agent you're partnering with sit down and listen to what you have to say? Do they return your calls? If The answer to any of those questions is no. You really need to go with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. What you're going to find is a trained professional, and part of being a trained professional is knowing how to keep the lines of communication open. You're going to get that each and every time you partner with them. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, up in Branson now. And you can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Well,
0: that's a great question
1: and a great point, Chuck.
0: Fall season is just around the corner, and I know all of us are looking for that wholesome, convenient meal. We'll look no further than factor America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you with chef prepared, dietitian-approved ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. And right now, use the code. HTL fifty head to factormeals.com slash HTL fifty and get fifty percent off. That's code HTL fifty at Factor Meals. Com to get 50% off, thanks to Hit That Line. The great thing about Factor, over 34 weekly prepared meals that you can choose from. Plus, you don't have to run around to worry about where you're getting lunch. Let Factor take care of it for you. Let me tell you the code one more time to help you get 50% off FactorMeals.com slash HTL50. FactorMeals.com slash HTL50. Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Motorcycle riders of America say, give me the hogs, Chuck. your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts
1: all right couple of other football notes as we continue on the gimme the hogs chuck podcast presented by wanker realtors the griffin company the coaches preseason all sec team is out razorbacks have six players mentioned Rocket Sanders, Dwight McLaughlin, first-team selections according to the coaches. K.J. Jefferson, second-team quarterback. Daniels from LSU was the first-teamer, by the way. Latham and Limmer off the offensive line. Brady Latham, Bo Limmer, both of them second-team selections. Cam Little, a third-team selection. You know, he's the guy that I really think is poised to have a great season now look you got to have more than your kicker and I'm not suggesting that having a great kicker is the end-all be-all you don't want to have to settle for field goals you want to score touchdowns but you know it seems like every time they talk about what he's done in a scrimmage he's kicked a 58 or a 59 yarder and I don't do it in the games different but you look at his numbers he's not missed very many in the games I know he missed that one against a and last year, and then he didn't miss for two months, I don't think. I think he's good. I think he's a weapon. And I know there are a lot of good kickers in our league. guy from Missouri is the one that's the second teamer. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Little's not on one of those first or second teams at the end of the year. All right, a little more football. John Morgan third new Razorback, defensive end, transfer out of the University of Pittsburgh, wants to be a sportscaster when his football life is over. Listen to him from the press conference the other day. I think I'm a savant of outside the game with, with his film. I've always been a keen to watching enough film to break him down before I even step on the field. So knowing what password moves I like, which moves works best against him. And I mean, I feel like just in my stature, I'm really good at being able to slip past guys, being able to use their weaknesses to my advantage, stuff like that. So I feel like that's what I work on the most. You know, you don't hear savant come out of a lot of guys mouths but uh came out of john morgan the mouth i think he's a good football player i mean you look at his numbers when he was up at Pitt. this guy's posted some good numbers he's a coach's son he knows the game he understands what's going on out there i know some other guys have had their names mentioned a lot and deservedly so but i kind of think this guy may end up having a pretty good season <laughs> Hey, we talked about the heat at the outset of the podcast. It has pushed back the start time of the Razorback soccer match with Oregon tomorrow night. That's Thursday night. Arkansas and Oregon slated to square off at Razorback Field. It was 6:30, it's now 7:30. So make note of that. That is due to the excessive heat. It'll still be streamed on the SEC Network Plus. One more note, and we've not really talked about Reggie Cheney's passing on the podcast. It happened Monday. Police say they do not suspect foul play in former Razorback Reggie Cheney's death. He was found deceased in an apartment in Arlington, Texas, on Monday. Arlington police say a cause of death is still unclear. Uh, Just, you know, again, more sad news. It's hard to, again, know what to say when you try to comment on all that's happened over the course of the last several weeks, um, you know Reggie Cheney, You could tell when he was at Arkansas had all the tools to become what he became at Houston. It would have happened at Arkansas, but it didn't. He felt like he needed a change of scenery, and he went down there. And I was happy that he had the success that he had there, and just terribly sad that this has happened. And um, we'll see if there are more reports that come out in the uh, in the future days. All right, I mentioned earlier, college football starts on Saturday, and there are already lines out there. I guess there should be. There are games Saturday. Of course there are going to be lines out there, and then everybody else opens a week from Saturday. The bet Saracen and apps had them up for a while, and if you're one of those who can't wait for college football, if you're one of those who likes to make a wager on your favorite team or maybe just the game you're watching, the opportunity to do that's right there on your phone, and I'm going to guess it's pretty close to you right now. I know there are a lot of national betting apps. I know they're out there. But also know there are a lot of laws in our state that keep those national betting apps out. So if you're going to be the most informed, you need to download the Saracen app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. And you'll find out very quickly why it's Arkansas' favorite sports betting app. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to rock and roll with the Saracen app. All right, that's it for today. When we roll around on Friday... We're going to get a preview of Western Carolina a week from Saturday in War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. They're still trying to sell tickets, by the way. 3 o'clock, the start time for that game. Talk a little bit more about the Catamounts on Friday. Hope you're having a great week. Find a good air conditioner. And until Friday, thanks for listening. subscribe to the gimme the hogs chuck podcast go to
0: hitthatline.com or search hit that line wherever you listen to podcasts don't forget to rate review and share this podcast has been presented by bet online this podcast is an exclusive property of pearson broadcasting it may not be copied reproduced modified published uploaded reposted transmitted or distributed in any way without pearson broadcasting's prior written consent